I Like Your Dress is recorded in Vancouver, British Columbia, on the traditional territory of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Coast Salish people. Join us every two weeks for a new adventure. Let's get started. Hey everyone, this is uh, your host Tori coming in hot, first time in a while. Um, I actually took last season off, so now I'm back, and Allie's going to be taking this season off, so we've got a different different mixing up the hosts hopefully she'll pop in here and there um and we're actually going to be starting with some awesome cool topics and highlighting some new new awesome other voices and faces in vancouver of cool business awesome people that we admire and also just generally love that's kind of how that, <laughs> the premise of the show is i like your dress but we just compliment you um so today i'm so excited because i absolutely love her um we're we're going to be talking about drum roll tattoos I am addicted. Allie also has many. And I had to bring on actually the first person to ever tattoo me, uh, Jamie Khan. Hi. Hello. Thanks for coming. Oh, thank you for having me. You took my tattoo virginity like less than a year ago. <laughs> I love it. All the ladies lose their tattoo virginity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, it was awesome. I was looking up artists of Vancouver, and I think actually someone even recommended me to you because you've you've tattooed a lot of people. Um, and I saw you did like some snake and flower tattoos, which was exactly what I was wanting because I have a corn snake named Lexicon, and you captured it. You captured it very well. Um, I show it off all the time. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're happy about your tattoo. It was great. And I went big too. Like uh, a couple of my friends like their first tattoo, go small. And I went, I, it's like a good chunk of my calf. Um, and yeah, it was great. It was not that painful. You were super chill the whole time. I think you were super pregnant at the time. Um, I think I was too. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember how long ago it's all a blur, but I remember all of my clients tattoos yeah. and uh, yes, that being your first, it was kind of big, but you know what, if you decide that you went smaller for your first, afterwards you'll just be like oh i wish i went bigger i honestly know i've, I've watched a lot of uh youtube videos <laughs> and like <laughs> you know talk to friends who are like oh, I wish, right they're like i wish i'd gone bigger and i'm like i i already kind of knew going in like i wanted something decently sized like i wasn't gonna go yeah. for a whole sleeve uh, <laughs> but i mean maybe maybe i'll work my way up there you're now addicted <laughs> I am so addicted. I'm so addicted. Um, I, yeah, I have, I have, my mom didn't even know. And I've got like two on my arm now that she hasn't even seen at all. Um, cause I hadn't seen her as much with COVID and she was like, well, you're getting those, are you? And I was like, she's like, you're, they're, they're going to look wrinkly when you're old. I'm like, mom, all of me's wrinkly when I'm old. <laughs> I don't care. I started mom. Sorry. You can't stop me now. <laughs> Never. Um, yeah. So so Jamie Khan obviously is a tattoo artist in Vancouver. Um, she's based out of downtown and is an expert with years of experience and is also known as the fine line flower queen because you are so Watching. good at floral tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> there, that, that's my little introduction. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, pipe in, like boast about yourself? This is what you do, you boast. Oh my, <laughs> I am not used to doing that. I am just uh, grateful you use such kind words to describe me. So let's uh, get this started before I have to talk more and more about myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it's true. Um, first off, how did you get started into tattooing? I think that's the most obvious question we had to begin with. Yeah, for sure. I mean, long story short, I used to be working in um, the apparel industry in the design department. And, you know, after a few years, I just thought it wasn't as creative as I thought it would be. And the job wasn't as fulfilling. So mm -hmm. I really wanted to get into something else. And I didn't really know what that would be. 
I always wanted to learn how to tattoo ever since like high school, I've been drawing and I've been so interested in art, but you know, my dad was really strict back then. And he made me feel like tattooing was not a job and granted Mm -hmm. that many years ago, it might have not been like a decent profession is that that's a stereotype, I guess. So, you know, he just thought I would be tattooing like gangsters and criminals and so he's like that's not a real job you can't do that and if you ever got a tattoo I would definitely disown you so it kind of scared me a little bit and I thought okay well I'll go into something else that um, is decent and that's why I never thought about it but you know afterwards I got this inkling that maybe I should look into it And Mm -hmm. luckily I had a few friends who were tattooing already. And so I just bothered them a lot (laughs) for, you know, pointers and like equipment and like supplies and, okay, how do you put this stuff together and sanitizing and things like that. And so watching a lot of videos and asking a bunch of questions. um, Yeah, that's how I got started really nice that's awesome actually that segues well to my next question which is like what are some of the misconceptions about tattooing because that's 100 percent where i came from and i put them off for years because like my mom doesn't approve of them now she's better i mean i've broken her in a lot of ways <laughs> but you know that kind of thing it's it's still kind of in some places more taboo than others for sure yeah i guess i feel like a lot of misconceptions which are still i feel like is kind of stereotypical for now, but uh, some people think if you get a tattoo in a certain spot, that's quite visible, you're not able to get jobs, Mm. which I feel like now that's changed a lot because I've tattooed people from, you know, many walks of life and they're in all kinds of different professions. And so, you know, if (laughs) sometimes people choose not to put their tattoo in their ideal spot because it is Mm -hmm. visible and they want to be able to hide it for work, but, you know, underneath all those clothes, I'm like, you know, if you guys just put it where you want it to, you'd realize that like people from all kinds of careers Mm -hmm. have tattoos and it really doesn't need to be a taboo thing. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that idea. And also like, you know, like about you're saying of people may be regretting it, not putting it where they want to. Like, I love that I can see some of my other ones now. Like I got this little sure. cat one. You probably can. Yeah. <laughs> so adorable. Yeah. It's a cat drinking tea. Um, And it's like my old cat actually, but my mom actually really liked that one. Cause he, obviously she had, we had that cat growing up. Um, So that's kind of a, you know, memory of him. Um, But yeah, now that I can like see it more compared to the one on my leg, I'm like, I stare at it all the time. <laughs> I'm just, just, just checking out my arm. Um, I love that. That's such a good, a good, almost like a little hot tip. Like, don't be afraid to put it where you want to. And, um, and whatever industry, like all walks of life, like you said. For sure. Yeah. I mean, tattoos are so much fun. And I feel like another misconception is that you have to have a deep, meaningful significance mm-hmm. behind every tattoo that you get. And I just, I don't know how that started or where it came from, maybe because a tattoo is forever and it's so permanent and it's a big commitment that, you know, people feel it has to be so meaningful, but I think, you know, it's just a way of expressing yourself and it could be very meaningful and celebratory or memorializing something Mm -hmm. or someone, but at the same time, it could just be because you want to have some fun today. I just liked frogs. Yeah. You (laughs) like the artwork or, you know, you miss the tattoo pain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
you know? So yeah, it could just be about that. So I guess that's another misconception. Yeah, no, I definitely think, and I think that's how it goes. The first one's like maybe more serious. And then afterwards you're just like, I just, just kind of felt like tattooing some waffles on me today or something, you know? Sure, yeah. You're like, well, I got a lot of skin left. So let's, <laughs> that's, that that's it. You're like, oh, oh it looks blank. so much, looks so much better when there's more tattoos. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's lonely. My tattoo yes. is lonely. It needs a friend. Uh, yeah. I'm so empty here, you know, just got a lot of <laughs> real estate. I do. I have too much real estate. My first, my first couple, I was like, I don't know where to put it. I'm like, does it look better here or here? It's like almost harder because it could just go anywhere. Yeah, um, for sure. That's so funny. I have another question, obviously. All the questions. <laughs> Your favorite style of tattoo or like, you could say style or even just like, I think like really colorful, black and white, or like the kind of that typical like hard black lines of what they did. I'm guessing not that one, but. <laughs> it, this is actually really funny. So I because I do a lot of fine line, as yes. you know, and uh, my clients come to me for that with like florals and botanicals, really feminine, delicate kind of style. And I love doing that. Yeah. But for myself, I actually like the bold, dark, like Ooh. black and gray, black work kind of styles. Yeah. Yeah. That are less feminine and delicate, but doing the tattoos uh, that's the style that I prefer that's so funny I know it's so weird but <laughs> I do like a mix of everything I find in my life like I like listening to like Lincoln Park but also like Taylor Swift you, know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta have variety the spice of life I can't even eat the same thing for breakfast two days in a row I need variety sure yeah um that's awesome that's so cool yeah my first yeah, I forgot the flower one with you was more bold. And I, these ones are also kind of feminine, but I do want something a little, I know I like the little rough edge of like, I was a girl guide. I was like covered in mud as a kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> I worked on film sets with like all dudes and like drinking beer. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I have, I, we all have like a, a mix of, of things as humans. So that's cool. For sure. And that's what's so fun about getting tattoos, right? It's like a collection of different art pieces yeah that's awesome too yeah I've, I've, I was gonna like go with like a different artist kind of each time and and I've kind of gone back to uh, the second one I went, I went to her name's Chelsea and she's like an apprentice out in mission um and she's done a couple on me now um and she's great and uh I have uh, I have so many I had so many excited plans but the COVID and a lot of things have kind of gotten in the way of them uh, but but you know I'll get I'll get more eventually um, I mean, hopefully oh, you could tattoo me again. So that would be great. Yes, I'd love to. <laughs> All right, here we go. This one's pretty obvious, but tips for <laughs> someone getting their first tattoo. Tips for someone getting their first tattoo. This is really interesting. So um, I would say first and foremost, like before you even do research on your artist and the style that you want and mm -hmm. what um, the actual element of the tattoo is, uh, is that understand that it's going to be permanent that it, I know it's kind of like an obvious one, but you know, you have no yeah. idea how many people freak out just right before, because they're like, oh my God, now this is really happening. Like this is going to be on me forever. And then they get yeah. nerves and they start having doubts. So it's really a good idea. Like if you enjoy tattoo art and you want to get one per mm. like permanently on your body, just accept that it is going to be forever. So when you do do your research, you can take your time and really think about what you want. Mm, so that is a good point. Yeah. So that would be like my first thing. Absolutely. I guess because you know the most. You've seen you've tattooed on the people, so you see it time and time again, probably. But like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> like I said, I all those tattoo virginities, right? So I mean, it's I've seen people come in really 
excited or really nervous or some people having doubts after they see the stencil on and they don't know if this is something that they want. And I was like, oh no, like, you know, there's, there's um, just things that you need to think about and like make that commitment beforehand so that mm-hmm. you do just get excited instead of, you know, getting nervous. I mean, getting nervous is okay. Everybody does. Oh yeah. Of, to- of, to- of course. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, I always got like, you go to the peony or Playland or whatever, and you did like, they did the stencil tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> the airbrush. I oh. loved those as a kid. I was like, I'm gonna look so cool. I got the dorkiest things, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I love yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, that's one um, of the temporary ones. Yeah, yeah, they were temporary. Thank God, because I was like, you know, well, <laughs> yeah. covered in paw prints, just yeah, <laughs> Uni- yeah unicorns, Uni- sparkly unicorns. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, I mean, a little unicorn tattoo would still be pretty fun. Um, I probably wouldn't hate that one, but yeah, I really liked paw prints and cats. I still love, obviously, I do. But yeah, um, yeah I would probably cover it in paw prints if I, if twelve year old me got tattooed. <laughs> um, Nice. Were you actually going back to the flower queen thing? Were you always intending to become like, were your first tattoos floral and and feminine or did you start the journey like a little (laughs) bit different? Definitely not. I think when I first started, um, I was just so nervous to tattoo people in general. Mm. So, you know, it, it's scary. It's like, I could ruin someone's life. This ends up (laughs) going really bad. And uh, so I would tattoo like really small things and things Mm -hmm. that I thought wouldn't be too challenging. So I didn't take on a lot of like bigger projects. I, you know, I would just turn them down because I was like, I'm not at that level yet. And then slowly, Mm -hmm. slowly, I wanted to build my client base. So I was like, okay, yes, I can do that. And I would do absolutely everything that, that I could possibly take on, you know, even like, tribal or like Japanese and things like that, just to see where I'm at and like what I enjoy doing. And so it just kind of eventually turned into, um, Mm. a bit more of like a fine line kind of botanical. I was like, Oh, I like doing flowy things rather than Mm. geometry or things like that. So it, it took a little while to find my style and what I enjoyed doing. And then, yeah. So intentionally right off the bat it wasn't that it was just to get more clients and establish myself and my skill so yeah yeah. no that totally makes sense especially running a business like I mean I've discovered similar things this last year because I pivoted to like freelancing and writing online Mm -hmm. and yeah good for you I know I'm like a full-time writer now in my life. Is I mean, so weird. You were talking about this during your session, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was still, cause yeah, it would have been months ago. So I was probably halfway on my journey th- back then. I a hundred percent know what you mean of the whole building up your business and your clientele. You're just going to take, you're just like, okay, I need money and I need experience. Like, yes, for sure. That stage. Um, and actually that's not a good segue. Cause I wanted to kind of touch on like the business aspect of like, how did you find not just like being a tattoo artist, um, but also being like a business owner and switching maybe that gear? So like, did you start as a tattoo artist at um, at like a shop and then get make your own business, or did you kind of like do it part time while you were still working? So kind of- I did do it uh, part time while I was still working. So I just did it on weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would work Monday to Friday in my corporate fashion office, mm-hmm. and then I would tattoo on weekends, whoever was available because. I mean, th- that was the only time that I could do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't so sure of myself at that point mm-hmm. to just like jump into it, quit my job and take that leap of faith. Um, I did that for a couple months and it really tired me out Yeah, working seven days a week, but that I didn't care because the tattooing was awesome. Nice. 
And, you know, eventually I just thought about the fact that if I want to do more tattoos and less of my job, then yeah. <laughs> I eventually have to quit because there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that kind of, that kind of made me think about quitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't right away. Um, but I know that when I was going to given my notice to leave my job that I didn't want to work for somebody. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I was like, this is a good job. If I'm going to leave, I want to be my own boss. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I kind of was looking for that opportunity before I quit my job. So luckily I did find a shop um, that was willing to take a chair rental mm-hmm. and I had money saved up. So I was like, okay, I can pay shop rent and I can pay my own rent. So I wouldn't become <laughs> homeless <laughs> if I didn't tattoo for, you know, if I didn't make any money for a few months. Um, so once that was all said, I was like, okay, now I'll do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> think about, I always think of the typical, like, you know, you get a job and a tattoo shop or like a business, right. And then you work there and then maybe you branch off into your own thing. Um, that's, it's, it's interesting. I never thought of people tattooing on the side with like during their regular job, but that makes sense. If you can get the equipment. Uh, and now I've been getting so many targeted ads on Facebook <laughs> trying to sell me tattoo equipment. I'm like, you should learn to tattoo. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm not good. that good at drawing. <laughs> If someone wants some like quirky little frogs, sure, <laughs> but nah. <laughs> anyway, um, that's so that's so funny. How has actually COVID affected your business? Because that's probably been a whole thing for tattooing. Because I know some our tattoo artists um, probably didn't even get to tattoo or like. Did the restrictions affect your you guys? Yeah, absolutely did. I mean, there was uh, so we shut down like mid March, mm. like everybody else, and you know. It, it was unexpected, but I think it was a good break. Mm. Um, and at the same time, I really missed it. But I think coming back when I was trying to reschedule everybody, yeah, I had like three months of people to reschedule. And so, Oof. yeah, it was, it was tough, but I think I just took it one week at a time contacting everybody. And, you know, to my surprise, everyone was like, okay, what's your earliest available appointment? And that was really unexpected because I didn't know where everybody was like, you know, status wise, financially tattoos are like fun and, you know, it's a luxury. You don't need it. Paying is more important. So, um, but I think because we were isolated for so long and Mm -hmm. we didn't get to do anything for ourselves, um, people were just like, yeah, like, this is what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend that vacation money on my vacation. And, you know, I, I want to do something that's like fun and exciting for me. And so I think that's why everybody was really pretty, like anxious. To, yeah. To, pretty accommodating. Yeah. Mm-hmm, to, you know, book back Almost in. Excited, which was- yeah. I feel like I saved so much that first couple months of COVID because it was just like, can't do anything. Yeah, nothing to do. I had like so. actually I bought a bunch of lessons at like Tantra Fitness and I had like $250 in pole dancing lessons and I was so excited. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And so I took a couple of them before, but you know, I didn't get to take all of them. And obviously I didn't keep that up. So there was like $250 there of not going to my, you know, pole dancing lessons. Now I could buy another tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever it is, right? Yeah. So that's, that, that's yeah. funny because it's the opposite of what you would expect it. So that's good that you still had clients after and everything still bounced back. So, so grateful for yeah. that. Yeah. What are 
hot gossip, some other really amazing tattoo t- tattoo artists in Vancouver. <laughs> this is for myself and also because I'm sure you probably know more than I do. <laughs> I follow so many people, but the first person that comes to mind is uh, a friend of mine. His name is Kai and he, um, I think he tattoos out of Burnaby mm. and he just does this like really amazing realism work, mm. which I honestly admire so much. He's like, an amazing artist like you would think like the sketches that he does of people Mm -hmm. and animals like they're like they look like photographs wow and it's just incredible and he does some really crazy realism work and you know I admire that because like I told you when I first started I kind of tried and dabbled into every kind of style that people were asking for and realism is definitely challenging you know to make something look exactly like the real thing on skin with a needle (laughs) no mistakes like tiniest paintbrush and also like a wobbly surface that also a surface that moves yes absolutely (laughs) and it's just so crazy so attempting to do that like oh that in itself it for me it's just like wow incredibly stressful (laughs) and there's a lot of pressure but you know he's amazing at it and so yeah just giving him a shout out (laughs) <laughs> shout out shout out to Kai and your amazing skills <laughs> yeah, seriously let's just clip that and send it to him directly no that's <laughs> awesome I, I respect artists who are really good at like realistic artwork and like they've got anatomy and all that kind of stuff down because like I did comics and poetry in my like creative writing degree and trying to draw people just people so hard yeah stick figures yes anatomy yeah it's really difficult oh Oh, hand fingers that's why i stuck with cartoons like (laughs) like (laughs) this i can handle i can draw a potato with eyes yeah Yeah, you can distort it a little bit nobody will no one's gonna know and like animals like you can get away with an animal kind of looking a little bit off it's fine yeah if it's like in a cartoonish like illustrative kind of style yeah is it a llama is it an elephant maybe both (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's my my secret to art is to just cartoonize everything um that's so funny i also in my snooping uh saw that you have like a tattoo course thing a thing on your website so you want to talk about that a little bit yeah for sure so i just did my first one um back in july have another one coming up in october and i'm doing another one in november for the last one this year and mm-hmm. i feel like it was time to just kind of like give back and hopefully expand the industry in that way because I know there's a lot of artists that you know don't really have access and they want to learn and you know it's really hard to look for an apprenticeship I know that firsthand and when I wanted to switch careers I was like 30 years old so I wasn't about to go like shop to shop and ask for like an apprenticeship and most of them I feel like um they don't pay anything so Mm. coming from having a career I was like I'm not doing that. No. (laughs) So I needed to find like a different avenue. And, you know, luckily I I had friends who are already working in the industry, but, you know, for some other artists, um, that's probably not the case. So Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of good friends uh, in the permanent makeup industry who are fantastic and they do courses all the time. Yeah. And, you know, even lashes, a lot of women I work with, you know, they have lash courses and hair. So, you know, why not tattoos? Totally. It's really more about, how to use the equipment and the safety and the sanitation of everything. That's actually awesome. That's smart because I know I've gone to like weird festival type events (laughs) where people do like stick and poke tattoos. And I'm like, this is not the place. (laughs) This is like, there's mud and there's rain and there's 
booze everywhere. I am not letting you stick me with a needle that like, it's not going to be clean. <laughs> even if I watch you clean it, I don't trust that. Um, so I, I didn't even think about the safety aspect, aspect and hazards there. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's so important. Um, there's just a lot of things you like, don't really think about right when you're scroll scrolling through Instagram and you see all these cool tattoos, you don't think about the importance of like how to not give someone an infection or like things like this how do I sanitize my station and everything and so I feel like a lot of those things are really important when it comes to that and and then afterwards once you know how to use everything and do everything safely then it's all up to you and like practicing mm -hmm. and like honing in your skills so yeah. I really believe that if you just take the time to like download someone with all of the information they need give them the tools and the techniques like if they're already a great artist, they're just going to run with it. You're just going to stare down some oranges and then some people. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I, I was like, I wish I had something like that when I started. Yeah, I don't think I can. I've, I really don't think I've seen it. I mean, I'm, I'm still relatively new to tattooing and the whole and the whole community of it. Um, but I definitely haven't seen really other than that targeted ads on Facebook, which are YouTube videos. They're not like in-person classes, um, which mm -hmm. is 100% like way more helpful probably in that regard. Like because they can actually tell you how to maybe holding it and all those other things. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't think I've seen that too much. That's awesome. It makes so much sense. Um, yeah, I think online courses for tattooing are great for existing artists who already know how to tattoo mm -hmm. if they want to learn like a different technique or like how to blend colors, things like that, that are a bit more advanced. If you're just, if you've never tattooed a person before, I think there's just so many questions and I would be really afraid. So I would, probably want someone there yeah yeah like it's also like a good in between like you said hard it's hard to find an apprenticeship but then it's hard to learn from a video if you have no no knowledge at all so it's like right in the middle you found the market gap <laughs> yeah i'm just hoping that i could be helpful in that kind of way <laughs> yeah i have one more question so this is a uh out of nowhere left field <laughs> what are some you ready some quirky facts like something someone doesn't know that's like something uncommon like not about tattooing just like your favorite food your favorite music or just like a weird story that you'd like to share oh no oh. <laughs> it's a very open-ended question it is a very open-ended question oh my goodness how loaded victoria I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're diving deep today. <laughs> oh my God. We're diving really deep today. Like what's one of like your favorite stories. It's funny that you share. It could be tattoo related. It could be unrelated. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> this is, I guess this is pretty relevant because now that I'm a mom of two. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Congrats. Thank you so much. Um, it's actually been one of the most challenging things. I mean, being a mother as i'm sure all other parents can relate is like yeah. hardest job in the world most like underappreciated thing but um i think now more than ever i realize because of this funny story that i just need to be such a role model it's like mm -hmm. so crazy um i i need to catch myself in like what i'm doing because they really don't do as you say yeah and it's true when uh people say they just do as you do so yeah my son he's almost three he'll be three in december he started um swearing oh no <laughs> <laughs> he started swearing but you know and I, it's so funny and i try not to laugh when he does it but it's it's gotten he, he i'm so proud of him that he is using it in the right context mm. um and also he sounds exactly like me when he swears <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, wow, I definitely know where you got that from. He'll, you know, he'll spill something and I'll look at him and he'll look at me and just drop an F-bomb. Oh my God. And <laughs> <laughs> he's three. <laughs> he's yeah, he's three. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy that you're using it in the right context of things. Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm like driving in the car and I go, oh my God, this guy is going so slow. And he'll be like, dropping F-bombs. <laughs> like, he, he will know when to use it, but um, yeah. that's definitely one of the things where I, I don't know how to reverse it. Right. <laughs> I need I to just, take it back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. I just try not to laugh about it, but um, that's- Yeah, the laughing fun. encourages them for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's so funny. It's really, you can't help but to. Oh. Yeah, so it, it's challenging. Yeah, I don't know how to take it back. I hope he doesn't do it in daycare. <laughs> I guess you'll get a call and you'll find out. Yeah, hopefully they tell me, but so I haven't gotten a, a notification about that yet. So I feel that yeah. I, I babysit for a couple of friends with like toddlers and like that kind of age range. Um, yeah. I did like all the time as a, as a teenager too. And I'm like not the best, but ba- I'm like an okay babysitter. You know, if you need someone there, just, just hanging out and making sure the kids are uh, not alone great that's what I could do um and it's just so funny because like yeah you have no control over them sometimes like you try as hard as you try and the last time my babysat uh there was he's a one of them is six and then the younger brother I think is like three and so the six-year-old he's get he's reached the sass stage he's a sassy six-year-old where it was bedtime and I was like asking him because like just his parents the parents had gone out and I couldn't remember what their bedtime was I knew it was coming up it was like 7 p.m or 8 p.m and I bathed them I was like what time do you go to bed like kiddo help me because I'm not the best babysitter and it's been a while and he's like 10. He just stared me dead in the eyes and said 10 p.m was his bedtime and he's six lie he's lying <laughs> I literally just looked at him and I was like we both know that's a lie <laughs> like and then he just ignored me and I was like oh. <sighs> anyway but they, they yeah once they get to certain ages it's, it's it's definitely even more difficult but oh well at least they're still the little kid age that's nice the toddlers are like there's probably challenging times at every age, you know, yeah. a lot of my clients are moms too and parents. So it it's like, there's no, it doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> Life is a challenge. It's yeah. true. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't end, you know, every age has its challenges, but you know, I'm, I'm glad that I do what I do because I get to talk to other parents about this and <laughs> you know, work. I enjoy it so much. It's like a vacation for me. Yeah. And I get a chance to miss them and give them a chance to miss me and then they can do their own thing as well. So when I come back, I'm just like a better mom and like a better person. I love it. Oh my gosh, Jamie, this was amazing. I feel like I learned so much. You're amazing. This is, this is really cool. I've never done this before. So yeah, I'm so stoked to share it, um, to share with the listeners and also just to like learn more about you and share your awesome stuff that you're doing. We also usually, I mean, Allie's not here, so it feels like I say we, it's just me. <laughs> well, anyways, the podcast. Allie. Hi, Allie. She's not here, but she'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll hear it. Um, but yeah, so we always like do like, we love to compliment our guests. So obviously I have to say, I feel like I already have said, I love your tattoos. Aww, so instead, which I do love, and I think I said it even the time I got tattooed, <laughs> I love your artwork in the background. Oh, you have like you. some funky, cool, like yeah. ink, black ink things going on. I like them. I don't know who made them, but they're nice. Yeah, I actually painted that, but. Um, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I double complimented you. There you go. Double complimented me. Thank you so much. So yeah, everyone, if you want to learn more about Jamie and find out, or even, you know, check out her website and see her awesome artwork, you could do that. Her Instagram handle is Jamie Zedcon. 
I'll put that in the description so you can mm -hmm. read it. And her website also, I think, is it's jamiecon.com. It's jamiecon.com. You can go there. I'm so good at this. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best. Okay. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> it's so much fun. Thank you. I Like Your Dress is produced by your favorite trio, Allison Shields, Victoria Fraser, and Cameron Napier. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.